Okay, I'm recording. Yay! I'm going to play the theme music because I think I fixed that little soundboard that I have. Oh, okay. I think so. Uh, We will find out right now. Yay, it works! Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Quiz Fix Podcast. My name is Paul. My name is Monica. Hello, Monica. Hi, Paul. How are you doing today? I'm good. I ate an enormous dinner. Yeah, what'd you have? I don't want to. I don't want to discuss what it was. <laughs> did you eat another? <laughs> did you eat another baby? No, I only shook one. Um, well, I hope you had some something celebratory because this is officially our year podcast anniversary. Oh, it is? I didn't even know that. It is. And right about now, coming through the door should be the bouquet of flowers and the bottle of champagne. <laughs> Come on in, guys. Um, Wait, there or here? Oh, yeah. Where are you? you? You didn't send me anything, did you? You know, the thought is what really counts <laughs> when it comes to anniversary <laughs> presents. So I've been told. Uh, but yeah, this it was this week last year that we put out our first podcast. That's so exciting. Does it feel different? Do you feel a year older? Does it feel special at all? Oh yes. I don't I don't I don't buy it for a second. <laughs> well, one thing that's different is that we're not in the same room together. I know, but next week we will be because it's the first of the month podcast where we challenge each other for uh, a couple of lightning rounds and an audio round for the yearly scores. So we have to be in the same room for that one. Okay. So well, we weren't last time. We weren't last time. I thought no. Oh, I'm going to cut this Wait, all out. We? I don't know. Now I can't remember. We'll figure out. We need to be in the same room for that one. So I will figure out how to make that happen. Okay. Is it noisy where you are? I can't hear anything where you are right now. So you you good? Yeah, it's noisy. There was somebody outside yelling about. God knows what, and I can hear a siren in the distance. Monica lives in the heart of the big bad city. <laughs> she is an urban dweller. Things happen. Yes, yes. I am in the in bucolic uh, Tacoma, Washington, and nothing ever happens here. Although we right our our street is right on the path to a hospital, so. Whenever there's any sort of emergency, we get the big sirens coming down. So hopefully... That's true. Nobody... Well, you also get that microwave traffic. (laughs) Now, it seems I think all the microwave (laughs) and uh, refrigerator ice has been used for now. So knock on wood, we'll have a a noise-free 
recording on this end. And I think I got my soundboard working, so let's try this. Uh, it is time now for the Habs update. Play. Ah, oh, it's a beautiful thing. Before we started uh, the podcast today, we started. Uh, we were talking a little bit about Monica's upcoming trip to Las Vegas to see the Habs play. You getting excited for that? I'm super excited. That's going to be a lot of fun. Um, yeah. How are they doing right now? When was the last time you saw them? Um, Thursday, I think. Yeah. And they, let's see, it was, I can't even remember who they were playing, but they were down and it was two to zero for like the whole first half and like the beginning of this, or the first period and the beginning of the second period. Yeah. And then there were four goals in like a minute and a half. Oh, wow. Between both teams. Holy, that's amazing for hockey. Yeah, it was a lot of scoring in the second period. But I think they ended up losing by one. Ugh, heartbreak. I think it was like six to five maybe was the final. But I didn't get to see the very end because I had to leave and go host. Oh, right. This The hosting stuff is getting in the way of your hockey love, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Well, luckily I can just kind of look later and see what the final score was. So That's amazing though. That many goals in that shorter time. That's 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 an anomaly. It was crazy. And I was at a bar in Ballard watching and like writing trivia and stuff and just kind of like watching mostly, looking up, and it's like nothing's happening, nothing's happening. Oh my gosh, all this stuff just happened hmm. right now, really fast. It happened again. <laughs> That's when they just all took off their skates and just started throwing the pucks near the near the goals. <laughs> yeah. Just to make it a little more fair. Well, that's fun, and I'm... Uh, very jealous that you get to go see that uh, game in Las Vegas. I think that's going to be tons yeah. of fun. I'm excited. I haven't really gone anywhere, like vacation for a long time. Yeah. Well, good. Good you get to go. Um, yeah. So a uh, few updatey sort of things. Uh, if you're playing the tournament... Uh, our winter classic tournament, the leaderboard has been updated. Go to our website, quizfix.net, and you can see the teams. Uh, there are only 41 teams listed. Those are the teams that at least have three points in tournament play. But if you've got a little less than that, you still have plenty of time. There are still five weeks left of playing. So if you're under that number, you know what to do. Go visit your local quiz fix pub quiz and go kick some butt you can play four days a week yeah yeah there's monday through thursday it's quiz time also i have confirmed it uh the finals will be saturday 
uh, March 10th, and they will be at the local 907. Okay. Yeah. Uh, still going to figure out starting times. It's probably going to be an afternoon start, uh, but uh, mark that down on your calendars. I had a lot of people asking me last week if we had settled the final date, and we have now. So March 10th, Saturday afternoon at the local 907. And, uh, yeah, it's going to be, if it was anything like last year, it's going to be a lot of fun. That was fun. Yeah. And we'll record it for podcast people. By the way, Monica, did you know we have listeners in the United Kingdom? No, I did not know that. I'm now apologizing for every bad British accent I've attempted on this podcast. (laughs) You should apologize to Paul McCartney. (laughs) Sir Paul, I'm really sorry. (laughs) So, so sorry. Uh, Also, we have listeners, uh, I just saw this today, uh, from Tokyo or in Tokyo. So hello, Tokyo listeners as well. Is that real? It's real. I'm not even lying about it. It's it's a real thing. Now, how many we have, I do not know. But uh, if you are listening in other lands besides the U.S., and if you're listening to the U.S., we'd always love to hear from you. Quizfix at gmail.com or... You know, hashtag QuizFix onto something in Twitter or Instagram, and we'll find it. I don't. I don't believe it. You don't. Believe I think what? that's like a that's like a cat walking on a keyboard or something, and like accidentally downloading it. That cat is our <laughs> biggest fan. <laughs> cat on keyboard writes, "Dear Monica, meow 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 meow." That cat can spell. That cat. That cat is multi talented. Right now, I have my mic um, propped up on a few different books and stuff. Yeah. And one of the things is a box of chocolates that I got for my birthday from Sandy. Uh Uh-huh. And it's some German thing, and it's called Katzenzugen. (laughs) And... (laughs) And it's got five little kittens on the box. Oh, you're never getting rid of that box. <laughs> I haven't even opened it. I don't even want to disturb the chocolate. Oh, disturb the chocolates. Just keep the box. <laughs> okay. <laughs> disturb those chocolates. They deserve to be disturbed. It's really cute. I'll send you a picture of Please it. Please do. Please do. Um, all right. Well... Shall we uh, venture into this podcast? Yeah, okay, I guess. <laughs> All right, here we go. It is time for the lightning round. God, it's so nice to be able to push a button and it just comes out like that. That makes me very I happy. I can even kind of hear it. Well, I have it going through a little speaker. You know one of those little speakers we use for trivia? It was, yeah. bug- it was bugging me that I couldn't hear anything uh, and I wanted to make sure that it was still working. So I hooked up a little cable through there and I got it pointed away, but I, could, I wanted to be able to hear it. So it'll bleed over a little bit on the microphone, but you know what? I don't care. Okay. Uh, All right. What is your theme for me this week? 
So I am writing around about sandwiches. Ooh, delicious. So that is what you get. Awesome. I'm into it. Uh, yeah. My round for you is uh, in honor of your home state of Ohio. Uh, these are all answers where the first letter and the last letter of the answer is O. Oh. Yes. <laughs> yes. So um, it could be one word. It could be two words. I don't think I've gone over two words. So, But the first and last letter of your answer will be well, an O. If it's if it's two words, then it'll be like a word that starts with O and then a word that ends in O? Yes. Or, okay. So, yeah, if it's two words, the first word definitely begins with O and the last word definitely ends with O. All right. I cannot think of any other words that do that. So this well, is good. So just answer Ohio for every answer and you'll be fine. All right. <laughs> do you yeah. want to do you want to go first or second? I'll go first. All right. Here we go with the lightning round. Number 1. The fool's gold loaf is an 8,000 calorie Denver sandwich made from a hollowed out loaf of bread with a whole jar of peanut butter, a whole jar of jelly, and a pound of what meat? The meat in the fool's gold loaf. And it's got banana. Is this the Elvis sandwich? Yeah. Oh, so that's got to be bacon. That's right. Yay. Bacon. Yay. I remember reading somewhere in the past that Elvis... Oh, wait a second. I can do this. Give myself a ding. Where's the ding? There it is. Uh, I remember reading about how he used to fly to Colorado to get this sandwich. Is that right? Yeah, it was... I think it was like a particular night... Where whoever he was hanging out with, they were sitting around talking about the sandwich. And Elvis decided we need to go get this sandwich right now. Like, I don't think he'd had it before that. Like, somebody told him. So he's like, I need this sandwich right now. I have to try it. So they, like, get on his private jet, fly to Denver. And then somebody, like, delivers a bunch of the sandwiches and they eat the sandwiches on his jet. They don't even leave the airport. <laughs> and, like, they he, like give some to, like, the pilot and the crew and stuff. And then they leave and they fly back to uh, Tennessee. You know what? Wait, is that where you live? I, I get it. I totally get it. If, if you <laughs> yeah. have that if you have that sort of money and resources and you want a big peanut butter and bacon sandwich go get it why not <laughs> Yeah if I had a bunch of money in a private jet I would probably fly back to my hometown and get the hometown pizza like Oh is there a place in uh, in the hometown that's like the best pizza ever yeah, I mean, doesn't everybody have that? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. In my little town, my little hometown, there's Abby's Pizza, which I will go to my grave saying is the best pizza ever. It's not, but 
I love it so <laughs> <Yeah>. much. <laughs> All right, here's question number one for you. Uh, what's the only international capital city that fits the category? Um, Oslo. Did you say Oslo? Is that a thing? <laughs> Wait a second. Yes, it is a thing. I just couldn't. You're distorting a little bit, too. So. <laughs> That was so like scared that it wasn't a thing. I heard Oz and O, and the middle consonant was like a B or a D or something. I just wanted to make no, sure. No, it's an L. Yes, it is Oslo. It's Oslo. That is the only <laughs> Thank one. God. Yes. <laughs> We're having some a little more technical difficulties, but uh, we'll get in the same room next time and figure this out. Okay, number two for you. Citizens of what Middle Eastern country attempted to get into the Guinness Book of World Records by making the world's largest sandwich, but they didn't make it because people started eating it before it could be officially measured? Uh, how about... Yeah. Couldn't stop themselves. What what Middle Eastern country has no self control? They gotta eat that sandwich. <laughs> Give me more sandwich. I'm in the Middle East. Where am I? Uh, I am in. Oh man. How about Saudi Arabia? No, it was Iran. It was Iran. Oh jeez. Yeah. No self control in Iran. No self control. <laughs> Uh, question number two for you. Uh, what Chicago area band uh, featured a video for their song Here It Goes Again as a dance routine on treadmills? Oh, that's OK Go. Yeah. See? I saw them. We've talked about them in the past. I don't know if we've talked about them on the podcast, but uh, I know you're a big fan. Yeah, I like them. Yeah, they're very good. They're very good. And their their videos are amazing. Okay, number three is true or false. Good. Earl of Sandwich is a restaurant franchise founded by the 11th Earl of Sandwich, John Montague. Oh, Wow. Is it a franchise? Well, if I was a descendant of John Montague, I would definitely open a sandwich shop and call it the Earl of Sandwich. That's just too good of a marketing idea. But I'm going to say false. It's true. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) I... Love that. That is true. That is going in a quiz. That is definitely going in a quiz. <laughs> wow, that's well, amazing. Much all of these are <laughs> because that's amazing. It's my round for Tuesday. <laughs> oh, there you go. So Tuesday players, you know what to look forward to. You got some sandwiches coming. That's incredible. God, co- I know. Of course, somebody who's a descendant, they've got to have a sandwich shop. Yep. That's amazing. Uh, question number three for you. Uh, what Italian dish made of veal shanks and white wine has a name that means bone 
with a hole. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. Oh, okay. Uh, it is called Oso Buco. <laughs> Oso Buco. Oh, I've had trouble saying that before. <laughs> I've, uh, yeah, I don't think I've ever had that. I've seen it on menus and I've passed it by, but uh, also buco. I've I've seen it on uh, trivia questions. Oh, and you've passed it by. Which is why I didn't know it because I do not retain information. <laughs> <laughs> she is a she is a a, a vessel with uh, spouts on either end. The 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 stuff just goes right through. It is a. Uh, it's a sieve. It's a sieve. <laughs> it's a sluice. It drains out all the knowledge. <laughs> Number four. The po' boy is a sandwich from Louisiana of meat on a baguette. What is the sandwich that people in Louisiana call a Vietnamese po' boy? A Vietnamese po' boy. Well, would that be like uh, a banh mi? It is. Yay! Oh, I love a good banh mi. <laughs> me too. That's delicious. I don't need an excuse to eat an entire baguette. Oh. <laughs> no. It, I mean, because if you ever watch any any movie, if someone's gone to the grocery store, their bag has a baguette doesn't matter where they are. They always yeah. they all, there's and always a baguette. You can usually see like some lettuce too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a there's a great. Uh, I think it's Michael Clayton. There's a movie Michael Clayton with George Clooney, and there's a scene where a guy is coming out of a store, and it looks like he has like twelve baguettes in his bag. And it's like that's just <laughs> takes the takes the uh, takes the trope to a new level. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All I eat is baguettes. <laughs> I don't blame him. No, no. A, ba- a good baguette is, is an amazing thing. Uh, all right. Question number four for you. Um, what singer, and we're looking for a last name here, what singer has had 13 number one hits in the U.S. all on the dance charts, including the songs Walking on Thin Ice and a remix or a remake of Give Peace a Chance. Hmm. Just the last name here. Dance tracks? Yes, she has had 13 number one hits on the dance charts. Oh. Is it Yoko Ono? It is, in fact, Yoko Ono. Very nicely done. Oh, shit. Yes. (laughs) I thought the uh, Give Peace a Chance dance remix was a a giveaway. Yeah, that's kind of eventually how I got it. Uh, Ready for your last one? I am. Uh, You can actually get two points for this one. Ooh. All right. In 2015, a Chicago man robbed a chain sandwich restaurant. 
and used the money to buy a sandwich at a different chain sandwich restaurant across the street. Name both of these restaurants. So he robbed one restaurant so he could eat at another restaurant. Yes. Oh my god. Um, and they're both sandwich places. <laughs> um, now, do I have to get these in order? No. Okay. Um, well, I'm guessing one of them is Subway. Yes, the one that was robbed was Subway. Okay. Oh, okay. So he... he Rob Subway, he's like, I don't like the uh, the meatball marinara. I'm going across the street. I'm going to oh, this is 2015. Oh boy. Yes. In Chicago. Hmm. Oh, what's the um? It's not going to be like another like Jimmy John's or something like that. It's going to be something weird. It's going to be like a pot belly or it's going to be something strange. I'm going to say pot belly. That's it. No way. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. You don't rob a subway to go to Jimmy John's because no. come on. It's the same thing. That's amazing. That's a great story. I love that. Yeah, so the police, like, came and looked at the footage and saw, like, which direction he went. And they saw him cross the street and go in there. And they went in there, and there he was in there eating. He still had, like, $150 in his pocket. (laughs) Oh, man. I hope it was worth it. I'm just sitting in jail just like, but that was a good sandwich, guys. That was really good. That makes me want to see... Like how good that potbelly place is. I've I've never been in a potbelly. I think there's only a couple around here, but that's that's amazing. There's one downtown. I walk by it all the time. Is there a subway across the street? You should uh, try this out. Maybe it only tastes. Oh my gosh. Maybe it only there tastes good be. if you if you commit you know a misdemeanor little robbery <laughs> first. All right, here's your last question, and you have a two pointer for your last question as well. Oh. All right. Uh, the first word I'm looking for is a Greek anise-flavored liqueur. And if you change one letter for the second answer, you get a small-cut pasta that looks like rice. Okay. I think like one of them's like Ozo. That is correct. Uzo is how it's pronounced. O U Z O. Uzo. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Now change one letter and you get the small. Oh, it's Orzo. There you go. There is two points yes. right there. Very nicely done. Oh my gosh, that's awesome. <laughs> we ended on a, a nice food run there. That's very good. Um, all right, so let's see how you did here. You got one, you got two, you got five points. 
You got four. Ah, you take the lead. Yeah, you got them, you got them all except for Asabuko. Good job. Wow. <laughs> all right, everybody. That was the lightning round. for the game prep. You can't hear it, but the game prep theme is coming right now. Okay, no, I can't hear it. <laughs> that's good. That, that's good that you're not distracted by it. And I've got the little bells, too. So uh, I'm going to hit the first bell in game prep right now. January 29th. 1954. Happy birthday, Oprah Winfrey. Happy birthday, Oprah. At 19, Winfrey became a news anchor in Nashville. Ten years later, she took over as host of AM Chicago, which eventually became the Oprah Winfrey Show, which she hosted until 2011. Yeah. Yeah. Oprah. Oprah. And it's also the birthday of... There was a bunch of birthdays on this day. The only one I can remember uh, is Tom Selleck was also born on today. So happy birthday, Tom. But Oprah, I mean, it's hard to top Oprah. You should do your Oprah impression for everybody. Hi, I'm I'm Oprah, and 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 uh, I'm, I have a TV show. Uh, January 29th, nineteen fifty six. Bubble wrap is invented when two New Jersey engineers sealed two shower curtains together and noticed that the air bubbles they created looked kind of cool. Originally meant to be a unique kind of wallpaper, it was first used as insulation for greenhouses, but it took off as packing material when IBM used it to ship their computers. Are you one of those folks that loves to get their hands on some bubble wrap? I've known to pop a few bubbles. <laughs> in your time, in your day. <laughs> in your day. I'm I'm not I'm not above the uh, occasional popping of a bubble. Yeah. That's good. Actually, like I had some cuz of stuff shipping this Christmas. Right. And I was throwing it away outside for some reason, like in a public trash can. But I was like, what if somebody wants to pop these bubbles? So I just kind of put it like on top of the trash can lid part so that if somebody wanted it, they could have it. So if some bubble wrap pop addict is wandering (laughs) through the alleys, they can get their fix. I can get their fix. Yeah. Oh my god, it's a clean sheet. Oh, and it's the small kind that really pops good. <laughs> oh, you're just you're just you're just enticing them to stick around the the back of your building waiting for more bubble wrap. Like like feeding a feral cat or something. <laughs> <laughs> January thirtieth, eighteen forty seven. Yerba Buena 
California, meaning good herb, is renamed San Francisco after its local mission and military fort, now known as the Presidio. The Presidio. Is that what it is? That's the Presidio, yes. Presidio. Yes. Okay. It's that song by Phil Collins. Um. No. No, just kidding. <laughs> yeah, you can still see a lot. You can still see a lot of uh, Yerba Buena stuff around San Francisco. They still use that name quite a bit. But um, yeah, it was one of the early mayors decided to change it to San Francisco, and the name stuck. The name stuck because they changed it. Well. Yeah, nobody, I guess, cared. And then, of course, two years later, the place went crazy because of the gold rush. Uh, January 30th, 1969, the Beatles, along with keyboardist Billy Preston, set up on the roof of their Apple Records building in London and performed live for the last time. They played five songs, Get Back, Don't Let Me Down, I've Got a Feeling, One After 909, and Dig a Pony, before the police asked them to turn down. One of the engineers recording the concert is Alan Parsons, who would go on to have hits of his own as the leader of the Alan Parsons Project. So, in your opinion, the better band, the Beatles or the Alan Parsons Project? I think I'm going to have to go with the Beatles. Mm. Well, it's not really fair because it was just a project. Yeah. It wasn't. I know it said unpopular opinion to go with the Beatles, but yeah. I just have to. Yeah. Well, that's fine. Yeah, I was watching a clip of them playing live on the roof after I wrote this, and they're doing a "Don't Let Me Down," and they were pretty good. Those Beatles. Yeah. Whatever happened to them? Let's talk to Paul McCartney and see how he's doing. Paul, <laughs> how how are you doing? I'm doing well, you know. I'm fine. After beating in the Beatles, I was. <laughs> it's so nice to have you back on the show, Mr. McCartney. It's nice to be here. It's nice to be anywhere, really. <laughs> oh, oh, that is the worst. All right. That deserves a bell. January 31st. Uh, 1967. Happy birthday, Michael Burkett, better known as Fat Mike, the lead singer of punk band No Effects and bassist for punk cover band Me First in the Gimme Gimme. Happy birthday, Fat Mike. Fat Mike is your, yes. if you've got anything nice to say about Fat Mike, you better say it now. Oh, I enjoy his music. <laughs> Fat Mike, <laughs> she enjoys your music. I enjoy his name. You know, he's really not that fat. No, I saw a picture of him and he's not, he's not, I mean, there's, there's, there is fatter. There's a lot fatter. There's a song where they say that he's not so fat. Yeah. Maybe it's one of those ironic names like Little John and Robin Hood. No, because he's not like super skinny either. Yeah, I guess you just don't call somebody like Medium Mike. <laughs> Medium Mike. Medium Mike. Maybe they had another friend who was Mike who was really skinny. Oh, and so by just just out of, he had to be the fat one 
he had to be Fat Mike oh. because the other Mike's not Fat Mike. <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> what arguments would that cause? <laughs> I'm not fat. I know, but you're not. He's not nearly. I mean, if it's the two of you, you're the you're the fat one. That's terrible. Well, considering like that, it's a punk band. I don't think they really argued about it that much. Probably not. But this makes me realize. <laughs> this makes me realize now that if Paul McCartney was here, I would be Fat Paul. Because <laughs> I'm not. I think I'm gonna start calling you that. Now. Well, no, I didn't say to start calling you that. <laughs> no, wait, wait a second. Oh no, this can't go out on the podcast. And everybody be like, "So how's it going, Fat Paul?" Oh, I'm gonna get a complex. <laughs> I better hit. I'm going to hit a bell. Here we go. You're up. No. Oh, I'm up. You're up. Oh, I love Europe. All right. January 31st, <laughs> 2017. Ooh, trivia from the future. Uh, in the early hours of Wednesday. Wait. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, I'm sorry. Don't you mean I wrote, 2018? I wrote it down. Oh, it's like, <laughs> I made like a checkbook mistake there. <laughs> uh, let me do that again. January 31st, 2018. Trivia from the future. In the early hours of this Wednesday morning, we will get a blue moon. That is the second full moon of a month. You'll also get a super moon where the moon is closer to the earth. And we're going to get a total lunar eclipse, which will make the moon look red. They're calling it the super blue blood moon. Wow. Yeah. And I guess the West Coast is going to see this the best. So there's if you go to the NASA website, uh, and there is still a NASA, everybody. So go to their website. Uh, you'll see uh, the times that's the best to go out and and uh, you can set an alarm and go out and see the super blue blood moon. Except for everybody in Seattle where it will be too cloudy, I'm sure. Oh, sure. Oh, sure. So everybody in California, have fun. <laughs> <laughs> that deserved a bell. Hold on. Bell. Go ahead. February 1st. 1893, Thomas Edison opens the Black Maria, considered the world's first movie studio in West Orange, New Jersey. The first movies shot there were magic shows, vaudeville acts, and scantily clad dancers. Woo woo. (laughs) The cramped Black Walled Studio took its name from the nickname of Police Paddy Wagons. Yep, if you got into the Black Maria, you were uh, being hauled off in a paddy wagon. So that's uh, where they got their names. You know, it's it's funny that even the early movie studios, they knew they knew what sold. Magic shows. Oh, I'm going to a magic show. Are you really? Yeah, well, it's one that I've already been to. Oh, you told me. Is this the weed magic? Yes, it's Weedini the Marijuana Magician. <laughs> when is this? <laughs> um. Well, you can tell me. You, on... you can tell me off off because I I kind of want to go check this out. I can't remember if it's this Saturday or next Saturday. Mm. 
I would, I really but wa- I know it's on Saturday and it's at like 10 or something, I think. All right. Well, we'll have to see if I can stay up late enough to go and do that because that sounds pretty incredible. It's a lot of fun. February 2nd, it's Groundhog Day. And I wrote it down right. It's Groundhog Day. <laughs> This is this is really just this is really brings us full circle to back to the early podcast because uh, yeah it really has been a year because yeah it's yeah. Groundhog Day we talked about it yeah this is really this 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 entry is really therapy for me because I'm going to say Groundhog Day a lot <laughs> in it uh, so here's here are some fun Groundhog Day facts the Puxatani Groundhog Club claims. That Phil the Groundhog is the same groundhog that started seeing his shadow in 1887. He uh, sips on a beverage called Groundhog Punch at the Groundhog Picnic, and they say that's what keeps him young. Do you think that's true? That I know that is true. <laughs> All right. That is so true. <laughs> uh, other places have their own creatures that do the same thing. New York has Staten Island Chuck. Georgia has, of course, General Beauregard Lee. And Quebec has Fred La Marmotte. <laughs> So uh, so you have the woodchuck in New York. You have Beauregard Lee is what they call a whistle pig. And then the marmot, uh, La Marmotte in Quebec. But apparently they're all pretty much the same animal, I guess. Woodchuck, groundhog, yeah. and okay. When I lived in Ohio. Yeah. Wait, I want to tell you this. When I lived in Ohio, I lived uh, in a house that was kind of had woods surrounding it. So I had a lot of animals. Yeah. And there was a groundhog that would hang out in the yard and, I don't know, like eat bugs or whatever they do. And when I would drive up the driveway and he would see me and he would, like, scamper away really fast. Uh-huh. And, like, all you'd see was, like, his little butt running away. <laughs> so I named him Scampy Hoglet. <laughs> So if I had a groundhog that told the future, his name would be Scampy Hoglet. And you'd try to keep him alive for more than a century. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's fair. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh, Groundhog Day is the same day as a Christian celebration called Candlemas. Uh, the German settlers brought Candlemas to Pennsylvania in the 1700s, and with it, the superstition... That if the weather was good on Camp Candlemas, the rest of the winter would be bad. There was a poem that if Candlemas is bright and clear, there will be two winters in the year. Two winters. Two winters means extra long cold spell after that. Um, what sadist made that up? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but but this the final thing is the one that surprised me the most. Uh, according to official records, Puxatani Phil has only seen his shadow. I'm seeing he has seen his shadow 103 times. There's been only 18 times that there has been no shadow. That makes sense. It does it? Yeah. Please explain. Because, well, because he sees his shadow and that means there's six more weeks of winter, right? Right. I mean, that's way easier to explain that 
he predicted the truth, then the fact that he doesn't see a shadow and spring comes early, and then it actually doesn't come early because that's not uh, how things work. I see how you're. I see how you're. This. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You you're in the you're in the pocket of big groundhog. I can just tell. <laughs> Groundhogs have the biggest pockets. <laughs> oh, they're sizable pockets. <laughs> you like kangaroo? Nuh uh. Groundhog. <laughs> Nuh uh. <laughs> All right, everybody. That was the game prep. All right, everybody, it is time for the audio round challenge. And today's challenge is TV theme songs. So there will be no artists. Are there going to be artists? We didn't discuss that. Oh, no. Just the the TV show names. Yeah. And neither of us are meowing anything. Is that right? (laughs) <laughs> no meows unless you want to. <laughs> no, I did not. I did not prepare meows today. Um, and to, uh, I don't know if this evens it up or how this works, but uh, Monica is going to be doing 90s theme songs and I will be doing songs from the 1970s. Yes. Did you have fun Which putting this? I got to- that mixed up first. Oh, yes. She did send me a. Round, so she sent me around a '90s theme songs, and of course, when every time I load it, the first one starts playing automatically. So that's what happened to me. So I opened yours up, and the first one starts playing. And I'm like, that was on my thing that I made for Paul. Oh, that's a well. I saw you, your your MP3 said '90s TV themes. I was like, oh, maybe she just mislabeled it. And then, of course, the first theme nope. first theme was the nanny. So that was <laughs> that was not a mislabel. So you had to, so she had to hustle and make a new audio round. I made one of the '70s. Oh, good. I'm looking forward to it. I did all shows that I have never seen. Some of them I've never even heard of. Ooh, okay. Well, that's going to be interesting. Um, I. But I mean, I have no idea if you. I'm, I imagine you probably know all of them. Yeah, I tried to do songs. Well, obviously, I made one strict note, which was like the the shows had to be started in the '90s, not like. 80s that transitioned to 90s. I just wanted to make it as clear as possible. And then after that, I tried not to pick anything that was like a big hit. I think there's one in there that might have been a minor, minor hit. So, um, all right. And you are going to guess first? Yes. All right. Take it away, Monica. Slap on a smile. Come out and walk in the sun for a while. Don't match the feeling, you know you want to have a good time. And in my opinion, nation, the sun is going to surely shine. 
<laughs> so that's Blossom. That is Blossom. That is correct. One point for that. Were you a Blossom watcher? I was. Did you adopt the Blossom lifestyle or better yet the fashion sense of Blossom? Like the crazy hats with the giant flowers on them or something? Yes. Yes. Please tell me that there's pictures of you in Blossom wear. I don't think so. But I did have one floppy hat with a big flower on it. Right. Probably you had to have at least one. It was the 90s. You had to have a floppy hat with a flower on it. It It There was a wall. (laughs) Uh, All right. I'm going to play my first one. Here we go. Okay, uh, I think that is the theme to Kojak. It is. Yay. Yeah. I've never even heard of that. You never heard of Kojak? <laughs> no. <laughs> Kojak was the bald Telly Savalas cop who uh, sucked on a lollipop and said, who loves you, baby? And that was pretty much all he needed to know about Kojak. Oh, all I know about Kojak is that he's a horseman. He's a horseman? Oh, Bojack. Like Bojack. Oh, <laughs> oh, I'm slow. I'm slow. That was good. Um, yeah, it's not a bad show. You can still catch reruns of it on TV, but it, it's it's not my favorite. Well, you remembered the song. Yeah, this is the 70s theme songs stick in my head for sure. Um Go ahead and do your next one. Well, that one's easy. It's Martin. That is Martin. Well done. They, s- that, they say it in now, the song. Now, what's that? He says it in the song? Yeah, isn't that what they're saying? Oh, God. No, I didn't even I didn't even notice. Those <laughs> are the only words of the whole song is Martin. Oh, my God. <laughs> I thought you were a brilliant, like, or you were just a huge Martin fan. I was gonna, but I would have known it anyway. Would you? Yeah, I watched that when I was a kid. It was just the right level of stupid for how young I was. I thought it was hilarious. Sure. Sure. No, I've seen it. And then it, I saw uh, it as as an adult, and I'm like, oh, my God, this show is terrible. <laughs> you know, for me, that that show was Welcome Back, Cotter. Oh, really? When I was a kid, I thought that show was the funniest, most genius show in the world. And, oy, it does not hold up. <laughs> Um, All right, I'll play my next one. (laughs) 
That is what's happening. That's right. I've never heard of that either. Ah, that was what's happening. Uh, The breakout character on what's happening was rerun. And rerun was this kind of stocky black guy who had wore suspenders and danced real funky. Oh, I've seen like people pretending to be rerun. Yeah. And the lead character. But I never knew where that came from. <laughs> the lead character was named Raj. And everybody be like, hey, Raj, what's happening? I remember that show very well. <laughs> and he had an annoying sister named D. And his mom was really strict. And then there was like a waitress at the restaurant who hated them. And it was it was a whole thing. Um, the episode I remember the most is they go to bootleg a Doobie Brothers concert. And they like, it's a Doobie Brothers concert that seems to be like about 20 people. <laughs> and as they're jumping up and down, the recording equipment falls out of their their clothes. And of course, the music stops right then and there. And they get in trouble <laughs> yeah. from the Doobie Brothers. Uh, Were they on the show? Uh, you know, I think there was a couple of Doobie Brothers. I can't imagine all of them would have been there. Maybe they just had like the guy with the mustache. I don't think Michael McDonald was there. Uh, fans of uh, Doobie Brothers or what's happening, write in and let us know if all the Doobie Brothers were there. <laughs> all right. Go on to your next one. Okay. Yeah, that was the one that was a minor hit, the uh, Closer to Free song. What show was that on? Wow, I thought this was going to be the the gimme. Really? <laughs> well, because it was a radio hit. Yeah, I totally remember that song, but I don't remember it being a Theme tune for a show. I'm trying to think. Because I can totally picture a 90s TV show. Like a bunch of friends, probably. Yeah. That you can tell from, they were really like, we want something friends-like, but not friends. (laughs) Yeah. Hmm. Was it like Party of Five or something? Did you say Party of Five? I said Party of Five. You are right. Well done. No way. (laughs) Oh my God. That was a total guess. Nicely done. Yes. Yep. That was the Bodines and that was the Closer to Free and it was a minor hit and it was because of, uh, of Party of Five. That's so funny. See, because I, I couldn't remember, like, I got Party of Five and Dawson's Creek mixed up. Oh, easy to do. Very easy to do. Because I never watched either of them, and they're like the same show. Right? I was going to say, were you a, a watcher <laughs> of the Party of Five? But now I know. No, I wasn't. I never saw that show. Yeah. 
Um, all right, I'm going to go to my next one here. <laughs> all right. So the end little sound effect is I was stumped for a second. I was like, is, <laughs> yeah. I was like, is that the Waltons? It's such a little lazy theme, but that last sound effect, that's the bionic woman. Yeah. <laughs> because the $60 million man uses the same sound effect, but that's a much more exciting theme. Yeah, that song was boring, wasn't it? Yeah, it's like for an action like TV show with a woman kicking ass, uh, they made it really like Little House on the Prairie. It needed to be yeah. more exciting. So I watched the intro. I've never seen that show or the intro or any part of that show. Oh, before. really? Okay. So I watched the intro on YouTube and it's like, I don't know. It was like her like falling from a parachute or something. She was in a parachute accident. Yep. Okay. And they like made her a new arm and legs and then they show her running really fast on a treadmill. Yeah. Oh yeah. She can run real fast. And then they show her, which I think is like a contractual obligation for women in 1970s TV shows, is her running in slow motion. Oh, yeah. Well, and that's also kind of a bionic thing because um, when they made Six Million Dollar Man, they tried some special effects to make it look like he was fast, but they all looked really dumb Mm -hmm. because it was the 70s and... If they just couldn't do it. So they were like, oh, no, we'll we'll make it slow and we'll put in the sound effect so that people will understand that we had to do this slow. We had to show it to you slow because it's so fast. So oh, that was a bionic man. So, but they didn't have the sound effect when she was running. They just had that stupid music playing. Yeah. That terrible, <laughs> I I thought it was like, oh God, there were so many things going in my head when that started playing that was not the Bionic Woman. <laughs> I'm glad you, I'm glad you left that last sound effect in. I never would have gotten it. Yeah. I left that in on purpose. Thank you. I Made me very happy. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> All right. Do your next one. Do not know that one. Yeah, that's that's it that's sounds like some sort of like cop or medical drama. It's cop. Or I'll give lawyer. you. I'll give you that much. It is cop. Cop drama from the nineties. That should narrow it down a little bit. And by the way, that song and the Blossom song written by the same person. Really? That's Mike Post who wrote both songs. He also did Hill Street Blues and Magnum P.I. He's kind of the Rockford Files. He did kind of a lot of TV theme songs. But yeah, those are both by the same person. See, 
I didn't watch cop dramas in the 90s. Yeah. I can't think of anything. No. I'm sorry. Uh, that was... <laughs> it's okay. That was NYPD Blue. Oh, all right. Um, and I let it run long because there's like subway sounds at the end, and I was hoping that maybe that would clue you in a little bit. I've never seen that show. Neither have I. I've never watched one episode. But that was that era of the 90s when I was like, oh, I'm going out. I'm not staying in to watch TV. So I missed a lot of 90s television. Yeah. But I watched a lot of 70s television and still still do. Uh, All right. (laughs) Here's my next one. talking about it welcome back cotter that's the theme (laughs) yeah wow um yeah that was a number one hit for john sebastian back in like 1975 1976 somewhere around there that was huge oh yeah huge song he was the singer for love and spoonful back in the 60s and that was like his big comeback hit oh yeah that that song was everywhere um, well, like I said before, not a show that holds up very well. You have a bunch of guys that are, I think John Travolta was the only teenager in the cast. Everybody else looked like they were in their early 30s playing high school kids. Um, really? Oh, yeah. It was, it was, it's a, it's, there's a couple of, there's, there's some funny things here and there, but uh, I remember very distinctly. Uh, we were big fans of Welcome Back, Cotter. So my parents went out and got me the Gabe Kaplan comedy record, his live stand-up act. And uh, we were listening to it, and it turned out to be very dirty, which they were not expecting. And I'm Oh, and they took it away. <laughs> yeah, I was like maybe <laughs> nine years old, eight years old. And they're like, oh, no, we're, we're taking that back. And they took it back. And instead, they brought the John Travolta album, uh, which opened up to make a poster of John Travolta. So my sister hung it in her bedroom. <laughs> I thought you were going to say you put it in your bedroom. No, no. I I, <laughs> I, I visited it, but I you did not did, have it. You did, didn't you? No, I didn't. You, you visited him. I saw him. I saw him around. You wanted him in your bedroom, but everybody made fun of you. Have you heard my John Travolta impression? No. Here it is. <clears throat> I'm John Travolta. Hello. I was in the Grease and the Urban Cowboy. I was. I had no idea that John Travolta was British. Oh, no. That was his New York accent I was doing. Did it sound British to you? (laughs) Hmm. Need to work on that. Well, it sounded British to me, but probably not to an actual. Well, and we do kind of have a a, a little bit of a janky uh, connection, so. I, I oh, yeah. when we do, when we do it live when we do it live together you'll you'll hear the 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 nuance okay okay all right all right give me the next one I'm gonna play oh. my last one oh yeah this yeah. is your last one it's my last one 
I don't even remember what I put on there. Well played. Well done. Fan of that yeah. sh- fan of that show? I watched that show when it came out. Yeah. I don't I don't think I would watch it as an adult though. Yeah. You you're very sophisticated now. <laughs> well, 90s well, 90s stuff generally did not age well. No, I think a lot of decade specific stuff doesn't age very well. I think that's what like law, yeah. like why Law and Order you can watch old episodes because it's not heavy on nineties. Like the fashion's pretty cookie cutter. You know, it's you know it doesn't doesn't well, scream. Well, it's also not like stupid joke laugh track. Stupid joke laugh track. Right. Yeah. I I will say I pulled all these the clips I got from you off of YouTube so I got to watch watch them and seeing young Joseph Gordon-Levitt is still kind of a trip. Oh yeah. And I was like probably about his age right. when that show started, so I really liked him. Oh yeah, he's 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 adorable in that show. <laughs> Um, All right, here is my last clip. Oh, man. Well, first of all, that, that rocks. I love that. I wish they did more theme songs <laughs> like that nowadays. Um, well, it's got to be a cop show. Oh. I'm actually not 100% what it is. Okay. I've never heard of it. You've never heard of it. Okay. <laughs> and I've never heard of it. Okay. But that's going to help me because. It probably has something to do with something like cops. Good. So it's this is eliminate anything with like a real policey sort of name. Um, jeez. It's not Starsky and Hutch because that's more funky. See, it's not a funky theme. It's a swinging theme. Um, I'm going to make a, just a big old guess. I'm going to say Streets of San Francisco. No, Ah. I almost went with that one, Ah. but it's called Emergency. Oh, Yeah. Oh, I think now, it might have been about like paramedics. Yeah, maybe? so yeah, it's a uh, um, Jesus, and I watched this show all the time. Oh, I'm kicking myself that I didn't know that. So yeah, it was about <laughs> Squad Fifty One, and they were uh, let's see, the names of the guys were Kevin Teague and Randolph Mantooth, and they were these two paramedics, and then they had to take everybody to the hospital rampart hospital so it was, and they would just go out on calls and save people and and all that sort of stuff and so have, some of the show was like antics in the firehouse and then it was out them out on really uh 
big calls and saving people. Oh, man. I loved that show. Yeah. It was on the same years as the other guests that you said. Right. The Streets of Sin. Yeah, yeah. I feel bad. I watched that more than I watched Kojak, so I'm really kicking myself that I didn't pull that one out. (laughs) All right. How did you do? I hope you kept score. I did. All right. How did we do? We each got four. That means you won today's trivia challenges. That's true. I won with nine. You did? Good job. You 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 retained the title. I can't believe it. <laughs> I'm so proud of you. I'm just seeing you grow up as a trivia person in front of my own little eyes. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> so I was wondering if it's like like a Sith Lord where like like I have to like kill my master, my teacher What's that? once my training is over. What? No 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 no. Like That's I a... No 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 no. <laughs> Wait. Why do you got to? And then I take your, I take your place. Why, 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 do, I, why do you got to go dark? Why do you got to? Why do you got to bring it to a, a dark place? <laughs> I'm taking back the flowers and the champagne. Go, well, take them back. <laughs> I didn't even get it. Well, you're not getting it now. We're rerouting it. Um. All right. Before we get out of here, tell people where you host. Tuesdays, Fitzgerald's in Ballard. Wednesday, the Bluegrass in Georgetown. And Thursdays, Pono Ranch in Ballard. And I'm Mondays at the Skylark in West Seattle. Tuesdays, I'm at the Crown Bar in Tacoma. Wednesdays at the Berliner in uh, Renton. And Thursdays, at the local 907 in Renton. And then you also have the Bison Creek Pizza in Burien with Cat on Tuesdays at 7.30. And you also have Murphy's twice a week, Tuesdays and Thursdays in Wallingford. That starts at 7.30 as well. They all start at 7.30 except for the Berliner that starts at 8. But they're all free. They're all fun. And week four of the tournament starts now. We're getting close to the halfway point. Yeah, is it? This is starting week four. This is starting right? week four. Yeah. So after this week, that's the halfway mark. Yeah. Right? So plenty of time. I've seen a lot of movement on the leaderboard. People coming up and down. So you have plenty of time to get out there and make your mark. So go play your quizzes. Let your hosts know that you're playing the tournament. Always a good idea. And uh, good luck out there. And if you're not in the Seattle-Tacoma area, good luck on your pub quizzes this week without uh, without us. I don't know how you do that, but, you know, muddle along. <laughs> do what you can. You're we, missing out. <laughs> we hope that our, our little information comes in handy this week. Um, all right. I think that's it. We go off into that's our... It. What's that? I said that's it. Okay. We're definitely we're definitely going to sit in the same next podcast. We're sitting in the same room together, and we're going to do this right. We are. We'll figure it out. All right, everybody. And I miss you. Oh, that's the that's what I've that's what I've been waiting to hear this whole time. You waited until 
an hour 25 into our uh, recording to say that you missed I it. waited until the end of my second beer to say that. <laughs> well, then now I understand where it's coming from. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening and downloading. We will talk to you next week. Bye. Let's get trivial, trivial.